You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 255 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we're talking about clockwork. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've been having a great Saturday over there. Oh, I've sure been enjoying it. It's been a nice one and, well, did something kind of cool today. I put a clock back together. I've been tinkering on clocks for almost five years, actually. I I got interested in this around my 30th birthday and I got this clock from 1893 and kind of broke it kind of sort of it was working fine and then I thought I should clean it (laughs) and 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 then um, the spring broke but then I took it apart and put it back together put new springs in then it worked then it broke again and now I'll put it back together now it doesn't chime but it still ticks and it really got me intrigued with clocks and now the house is full of them. If you've seen the movie uh, A House with a Clock in Its Walls, that's exactly what I'd be like as an uncle. Jack Black is in there. He has a house full of clocks. And well, there's a premise of it. There's a big clock in the house somewhere that he can't find and it's using all the other clocks to try to drown it out. But man, I got the cuckoo clock. I got the clock from 1893. I got a clock that my great grandma got at a yard sale one time, I think, from 1896. I have the clock over here from 1907. I have the 1940s anniversary clock. I got this grandfather clock that I was working on today, and this is what I was doing. I got this one off Craigslist for 30 bucks. Um, my brother found it. He goes, hey, man, you should check this out. So picked it up a couple of years ago. And it was this lady's grandfather's. And he had passed away and it had stopped working. So she didn't really have any use for it, but it had some sentimental value. So she wanted to see it go to a good home. He was a New York City police officer. And when he retired, they gave him this clock. He retired in 1980 and they gave him this clock. So took it home and looked at it and tweaked it a little bit, got it, got it running and it was running good. And then it's been stopping lately. So I said, well, time to tackle it and take it apart. So it is a pile of gears when you take one of these things apart, but you write down where the gears go. And I made this little jig that kept them in order and took a lot of pictures on my phone and sat there and put it back together this, this evening. And it actually is ticking and talking right now. Well, it goes tick tock, tick tock because it's not balanced. You need to have a clock balance. You need to have it level for the whole thing to work. So I'm still tweaking that. It needs to be level side to side and front to back. And they're really finicky, but it's almost like, you know how some people really like working with dogs and they're like the dog whisperer, the horse whisperer. Well, I wouldn't call myself a clock whisperer yet because I still wrestle with them a bit. But it's almost like they're alive. There's something interesting about a clock. They certainly outlast people. They're the keeper of time, almost like this judge on the wall. They're an engine that runs without gasoline. And they almost have a personality. We talk to them a lot. Say, oh man, time is flying. Or why won't you move faster? They keep us company in the middle of the night when we wake up. And we think whatever we're thinking, 
sometimes happy thoughts, sometimes sad thoughts. And they're just there, ticking on the wall, letting us know they're listening. Almost like people with different faces. So I really get a kick of kick out of tinkering with them. There's something that's interesting about the smell of clock oil, the smell of time. And you look inside one of these pieces that has been ticking since 1896. And then maybe it's been sitting for a while and you bring it back to life. I'll ask you if you fix it right. Kind of a cool thing. I think the perfect music to fix a clock by is Bach, one of his harpsichord concertos. It sounds like you're in a clock's dream when you listen to Bach. So, I've been enjoying tinkering. And I'm happy I was able to put it back together. So, no metaphors this evening. Just a little bit of clockwork for you. Cool stuff. This clock, I had a clock from 1908 too, and I kind of broke that one. It's, it's a little bit of a learning curve. From 1907 and 1908, looking at the 1907 one right now, I got to wind it. It stopped. Watches are more convenient, I'll tell you that, but still. And that was the last time the Cubs won the World Series until this past, what, three years ago. All this history, the history in the German clock was before any of the World Wars, the steel that was in there was before any of the world wars. Neat to think about. So now, as we listen to the clock tick away on the wall, let's do our deep breathing. Go ahead and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Gently close those eyes and here we go. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Last one, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, and four. Ah, yes. Wiggle those toes, open those eyes. And as you listen to the thing tick talk, I'm hearing one on the wall ticking and talking right now. It's a well, it's, it's a clock with a picture on it. It's a picture of my face holding a guitar, holding a Roman helmet, going, yar, because it's time to rock. So whether you have a goofy clock on your wall or a cuckoo clock or a stately grandfather one, take a look at it and wink back at it. Live from Indian Head, it's Saturday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>